love and light beautiful souls and welcome back to sacred healing yo it's crazy i just sat here and paused for a little bit because it's like what i just got so i'm just gonna do before i even get into the whole conversation it's just more of this past weekend y'all i kid y'all not not even um as i'm looking into my phone and I don't care about the dates. I just care about like going to sleep and shit. That's how you know I am tired. I work to the T. I am doing the best that I can as a mother, as a businesswoman. I, I finally got myself back into school. So my mind is elsewhere. Like I'm in grind mode right now. But from the first lunar, from the first full moon, like that first moon that we had, which was the full moon that was in Cancer on January 10th. So you have the post energy and the in the pre-energy so the pre-energy and the post-energy so you'll fill all that energy up right then before the moon hits and then you fill all that energy after and then we just had the the new moon in Aquarius and mind y'all my my moon signs in Aquarius so I felt that shit so no wonder when we had the the full moon in Cancer which was the lunar eclipse on the 10th of January it took a toll on my emotions a little bit, but this one, the one, the new moon that we just had on the 24th and the 23rd, the 23rd and 24th, it hit me hard. I kid y'all not. It hit me so hard. I never felt so much emotions. Like y'all, I felt like I was fucking pregnant and I was, I'm not even pregnant y'all. Like I got my menstrual on that day. So, which is the, the 24th which is also the new moon still. So I'm just like, damn, like, yo. And that's, they call it the white cycle. It's crazy. I don't know why, but I'm, I'm still learning about astrology, but before you know it, I'll be there anyway. Um, and I'm just sitting here like, wow. But I realized that the past, I want to say two weeks of having these two moons back to back, um, it taught me how to embrace my emotions because I kid y'all not, I could tell y'all where I was at um, compared to where I was back then compared to today. It's completely different. Like I kid y'all not from September of 2019 till, so that's four months later till now. You know what I mean? Like, I saw a dramatic, excuse me, y'all, I'm on my bed as I'm sitting here talking to y'all, but I saw a dramatic change because I would not be, like I said, I would not be where I'm at. And, like, my my emotions, like, I was all over the place with my emotions, but I'm actually coming to an acceptance of where I need to be at in my life now. Um, I was told by two people, you know what I mean, like things that I have a gift and my gift is to help those to heal. And it's so crazy because I'm going to tell y'all what I just got back in return. So I end up spending. So sometimes you have to invest on yourself and figure out on this journey of having a spiritual journey, certain things are given to you because there's people in your family that have been doing this for years. But then there's those that actually um, seek through intuitive people as spiritual panures in the sense of figuring out who they are, where they stand, because they know there's more to that. 
But I knew I had a gift because my mother kept saying she has a gift. And my mother was dead ass. Like my mother, to this day, if I ask my mother, my mother is dead ass on. Like she's like, yeah, I have a sixth sense. Like my mother, she's like, I feel things. So my mother's a clairvoyant too. So it's like my mother doesn't know too much about it, but she knows she has a gift. And I picked up that gift from her. But this is where my genes, like this is where you have to dig deep into your ancestral, like your generation, like everything. You have to dig deep in to understand your roots and where you come from. And I'm just like, my spirit keeps telling me to go back to New Orleans. Y'all, I kid y'all not. I had a fucked up, fucked up, fucked up, fucked up. Like I explained in my first, <laughs> very first episode, um, I went through some trials and tribulations of understanding karmic relationships, friendships, situationships, anything you name. 2018 was the worst year for me. I kid y'all not. It was the worst. 2019 taught me how to be humble and really focus on myself and only myself and nobody else. Like, it was tough. Like, I had my fun in 2019, but I really wasn't in a relationship compared to, like, 2018, 2017, you know. And 2020, I don't know what the future holds, but I'm, as far as I know, I'm just, like, occupied. Like, I'm occupado, so that's just it. So if anybody tried to do anything, I'm not interested you know because my mind is elsewhere I'm already focused on somebody and I'm just focusing on building with that person to see where it goes you know and that's how it is like and that's something I realized in life you can't just jump into shit because when you jump into everything that's how relationships fuck up along the way because you don't know nothing about that person you have to build a connection with that person to understand their flaws, their pros, their likes, um, what they, just everything about them from what time they go to sleep, what time they wake up, like shit like that. But you have to understand like y'all are human and sometimes y'all need space. You have to respect each other's space as well. Excuse me. You don't want to be up underneath each other. Trust me. I'm a sucker for shit like that. Like I love being laid up. Like I, that's the part of my relationship I love is intimacy. When people hear the word intimacy, they're like, oh, like sex. No, intimacy is completely different. There's sex. This It's called sex versus intimacy, intimacy versus sex. Sex is just y'all having sex. Like y'all are doing the nitty gritty, like y'all are bo- like booky ass, butt naked, like all that. But then you have intimacy where you guys are actually spending time together. Like, watching a movie, eating out to eat or eating at home, making a dinner together, dancing, playing video games, just Netflix binging, like watching movies, shit like that. Or just being y'all playing board games, card games, reading books, writing something, something like that's what it's called intimacy. Like having that one-on-one time with your significant other, embracing their energy, embracing the time that they're with you. Because like they always said, tomorrow's never never guaranteed. And y'all, I can y'all not like I said to piggyback off of this weekend. This weekend has been hell of a ride. This whole moon phases have been hell of a ride in the matter of the month of January. And I can y'all not just to hear. And I'm like still in disbelief because it's just like it's crazy how the fucking world play the patriarchy and how fucked up 
of a world we live in. But for those that know where I'm going with this, you know. For those that don't, then you got to figure it out. Like, you got to do the homework and stop relying on social media. But I feel as though, and where I'm going with this, like, this, this man, he's a legend. Everybody knows him. Basketball player. Retired in 2016. Has two numbers retired on the Lakers. Eight and 24. His dynamic duo... He, his homeboy, his best friend that turned into his brother were the dynamic duo on the Lakers. Y'all, 34 and number eight, that was Shaq and Kobe. Kobe Kobe Bryant was the fucking goat. You know, like, I used to love coming home from school and just to watch the game because those two together was always shitting. And when I kid y'all not, that was real fucking basketball back then. This now? No, it's not. I kid y'all not. I'm sorry. It's not. Because... The fucking, listen, I could, I could spit knowledge to y'all, but everything in the system's crooked. Like from NBA to football, to hockey, to soccer, all that shit rigged. The government runs shit for a reason and they do it indiscreet, like point blank period. And they always target the ones that are fucking woke. So it is what it is, but at the same time, you just have to understand shit it's real. Stop being, stop sleeping on shit that you're not paying attention that's going on around you. And this man, like I said, he, he was the shit. I, I'm like still in disbelief because it's just like the energy today was all fucked up. And I'm just like, whoa. And I'm like hit, I'm hurt. And I'm just more bothered because he was at the wrong place at the wrong time. I, I, it's not even the right place at the right time, wrong place at the wrong time. He he wasn't supposed to be there at that time. But people are like, oh no, that God God calls on people for a certain reason. I feel like not because he, I just said it. I'm like, this motherfucker is young. He just turned 41. He's younger than my parents. You know what I mean? Like, bro, you just retired. What the fuck? Like, that's that's my disbelief. But... This is where I'm feeling my emotions. I'm allowing my emotions to flow within me. And this is the biggest part of the podcast that I'm talking about today. Like, I want to get into the topic of accepting your emotions and healing from your emotions. Today's episode is about acceptance. And acceptance is you actually being okay with feeling with how you were avoiding to feel Stop running away from your problems. Accept the shit for what it is and carry the fuck on. What I mean by carrying the fuck on, I mean, and accepting it, I mean by you sitting your ass down, take a fucking pen or paper or your phone since you're in your phone right now, 24-7, your iPad, your Mac, your tablet, whatever the fuck technology you got going on. Start writing a list to yourself and say, or just write down what you're feeling. Or talk to yourself in a quiet room. Don't give a fuck about people. Or just sit in your thoughts and talk to yourself in your thoughts. Because I know everybody that's listening to this podcast right now, that's listening to this episode this very moment, this very second, this very millisecond, um, you have talked to yourself before in life. And I kid you not, you have. Because you would want to know why. Even us as kids, we used to imitate and have imaginary play with our dolls, our action figures, whatever the fuck it was, we made voices. We talked to ourselves. We played with ourselves. So by all means, you can't deny that. And trust me, I had 
talked to myself plenty of times. I have played toys with myself plenty of times and imitated and made up voices and all this other stuff like I was playing as a child, you know? And I get there's people that don't do that and that wasn't able to experience shit like that. But you have talked to yourself to talk yourself out of things to keep yourself in alignment. And it's true. I still do it to to this day, but I talk to myself in my head and I'd be like, uh, whatever. Like sometimes I, but since I stopped hearing the voices, I can't say hearing voices in my head. I stopped listening to my head, my mind. I stopped allowing myself to listen to my thoughts, put it like that. And I started feeling with my gut. I started feeling my intuition. I, I, I talk to my, if I'm in my thoughts, I talk to my ancestors when I'm in my thoughts. I talk to my spirit guides when I'm in my head. Um, head thoughts, same shit. Um, so I know, cause I know some of y'all that has OCD, y'all be like, just say head, da, 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 whatever. It is what it is. Cause you know what I'm getting at. So shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> sorry to be so vague, but it's just true. Like I hate people. Like I, that's my biggest pet peeve. Like people just so, uh, like if you feel some type of way, then just get the fuck off my podcast. Like I really don't feel no way, you know? Um, but yes, it's just, you have to, when I'm in my head, I talk to them. I just talk to them and I let them guide me and I let them push me and do this and that, you know, and it is what it is. And I'm not mad at it. You know, I'm actually just okay with it. I, I push through with it and I accept it for what it is and not go crazy over it, you know. Um, but however, in the midst of everything, I know that accepting my emotions has been the biggest step for me because I kid y'all not where I was at last year and two, three, four, five years ago is completely different. I wish I could go back in time and tell myself, bitch, why are you stressing? Yes, I call myself a bitch because I was really doing the most when I was a teenager. I would have been like, what are you doing? Like, get yourself together. Like, girl, you don't know what you got going for yourself in the future, but you need to get it together and stop fucking with people that don't resonate with you and just nothing but full of shit and drama. Like, literally, I kid y'all not. That's who I was always around, but that's what happens when you're a spiritual empath, a spiritual healer. You're that divine light and energy that people are attracted to the mind. Because how I am, and I just got this so... I end up getting a report. So like I was saying at the beginning, I made an investment on myself to figure out my my karma report. So it's called the GOAT report. So you're learning more about what your challenges are and how to do things. So this was by the lovely Black Femme, Black Femme Witches Brew. So she did the GOAT report. So the GOAT report is dealing with Saturn symbolizing boundaries, karma, responsibilities, limitations, and crystallizations. But she does in cardiology. Cardiology. Sorry. Cardiology. Her set, like, so she says the Saturn card tells you what your classroom is and reveals the negative patterns. Yeah, patterns that will repeatedly limit you in life until you learn your lesson. However, as you learn the lesson and evolve, you will access a higher expression, your Saturn card, and transform your lesson into your blessing. Utilizing the energy to provide stability and balance in your life. In celebration of Capricorn season, she was offering this report. So for those that are interested to learn about the Saturn card, 
your Saturn card, you have to wait until next year, <laughs> which is cap season of 2021. Sucks for you. But I hopped on it ASAP because I was like seeing people go ham on it. And I've been following her for a year now. And I could you not like my report was only 12 minutes and 22 seconds. Angel numbers, 1222, 222. Hello, look it up. And my card, so my birth card is the nine of clubs. So that's how I'm telling y'all. I've been following her because she's been doing these card reports every time. And every time when I saw the nine of clubs, it was mine. And she was telling me about my life and my birth card and like what's going on during the day. Y'all can find y'all's on her page. Like I said, her Instagram is Black Femmes, which is brew. Type that in. You're good. Um, so she told me my Saturn is the six of hearts. So my challenges were, are my relationships. And this is where it comes into play. So the challenges that I face is my relationships. So she said, even numbers, they ease the heart, like they ease the hardness and they give healing. So that's what I am. And it's so funny how it, it really resonates with what she just said. And I was listening to it and she said, the six of hearts helps to give a recuperate, to help. So basically I am recuperating myself, you know, to heal from my ill, from my illness, any type of illness due to mind and what is it? Mind and worry. Like, you know, just negative talking, negative self-talk, that, that negative aspect of you being so negative on yourself, the what ifs instead of living the right now, do you know what I mean? Like, what if this? What if that? Da, da, da. Like I'm still stuck on the past and then I'm focusing on the future where I'm causing that worry, that illusion. This is where you're creating the illusion for yourself. I hope I'm not going too fast. I'm going to try to slow it down a little bit, but I am going to get into detail about it because when you think about that and you hear it, it's more of, and I know all y'all are in that negative aspect because you would not be listening to my podcast right now. You would not be listening to this episode. This is why I call it the acceptance of emotions like you have to accept your emotions for what they are i i really want to call it the emotional roller coaster but to be honest with you this is this is the acceptance like you're accepting yourself it's a self-reflection of me but you're accept you're accepting yourself this is acceptance i'm just gonna call it acceptance and be about it i know i just said at the beginning whatever but this is how I feel this is what I go through every day I fight I battle with myself I I don't like editing and cutting nothing unless it's like real run on run on but I this is my authentic self and you're gonna get all of this in my podcast you know because as I am healing you I am telling you how to heal yourself because I'm still healing but I am past that stage in life where you have to understand what your body, your mind, and soul, mostly your soul, your soul is your spirit and your spirit is talking to you. And this is what you have to do. So with that being said, she said the six of hearts is more of like healing from that illness. And I kid y'all not y'all, when she said that, I was like, damn right. I fucking did. And I actually have to say, I am proud of myself because when she gave me my goat report, my only struggle is actually opening up my heart to new love because I'm still carrying that past burning of past pain that these fucking dogs that I dealt with have done to me. Because then I'm going to be honest with y'all. I have somebody special right in front of me, but I can't. I'm, I'm afraid to open up my heart to him because I feel like he's going to do the rest. Like he's going to do what the rest done to me. 
but you don't know until you give it a try. And they, like they said, sometimes love, you have to risk it sometimes. You really have to risk the love that you seek within yourself. But it's also a reflection of yourself. You know, um, it's a reflection of you and who you are as a person. And it makes a lot of sense. It does because I am really big on this and I've been saying this to everybody. So I'm definitely, and I have the, it's so funny because I have a planner called Law of Attraction. So I need to get, if anybody wants to, you can buy me the book. If not, I will have a link up soon enough with my access to my Amazon so I can show y'all the wish list that I want so you could purchase it and then I could purchase it myself. I kid you not, but that's what I'm about to do for y'all. So I'm going to create me an Amazon link on my link tree and y'all just click on that and I'll show y'all the wish list. So that will be my donations because I do, as I'm getting into this more and more every day and this is just who I am. I am, like I said before, I am a mother. I am a business owner, but even though I am a business owner, I still am making this investment in myself because the money that I work hard for every day, as in I work, I work as a teacher and the money I make, I invest in my company and whatever I have left over goes to my bills and to my son and to whatever else that needs to be taken care of. So I would really appreciate donations. Uh, it doesn't matter cash app, PayPal, or my wish list off of Amazon. Just donate the stuff that I'm asking for because it's hard and I appreciate and anything counts. Even sign up for my Patreon. Like anything counts. I don't care. And just hearing that from myself, like asking for help, I am really big on asking people for help because I've done it all. I am a strong woman. I came from a family with strong women. Like my great grandmother, who is 87, she took care of four children by herself with no man and still made it possible. And look at, look at them now. My grandfather, a retired police officer, my aunt, my great aunt, she owns a boutique store and has a elderly service building, like a senior, a senior citizen's home in, in the heart of Roxbury, Massachusetts, you know, um, to her having a personal relationship with all Congresswomen and the mayor of Boston. And even when Menino, like, Mayor Menino, when he was alive, like, she had that relationship with him. Like, my, my great-aunt is 60-something years old. She's older than my grandfather. My grandfather's about to be 65, so she's damn near almost 70, I think, and did the damn thing with three boys and a husband. You know what I mean? Like, do you not see that? It. I come from a line of hard workers, and I'm not giving up. You know, and that's just something I have to realize. And I came to acceptance of that because I was told, oh, if you ever had a kid, da, 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 Well, look at me. I have a kid and I'm still doing what I have to do. Sorry, I have a child. A kid is a, they call it, a kid is a goat. I ain't calling my son no goat. So my child, you know, like I'm still living my life. He actually taught me to, my son actually rebirthed my life. And let me, I'm a, I'm a say that I'm leaving just like that, because that shows you and that tells you how much of a gratitude my life has changed. And I, if I, I yell to the heavens, I am so blessed to have a child. I kid you not. I would love to have another one, but right now is not the <laughs> right now is not the time. But I am blessed to have my son because I still want to do one thing. I'm still working on, and I'm breaking this fucking curse as of today. 
I am telling myself before I have the next kid, I want to do right by my first child. Why you say? Because even though I'm struggling and everything, my child knows I'm still doing the damn thing. Like I'm making it. I'm making a way for me and him and his future siblings, you know, but I want to have the time with him now before I end up deciding to have another one and then just pay nothing but attention to the next child. I don't want that. I want all my children to have that equal loving amount and say, my mom was somebody that I really looked up to and loved the most. And she never gave up. She still worked hard. And even though so-and-so and so-and-so, she came across and did what she had to do and found love in the midst of how her life turned out to be. She was open to still receive the love and the abundance and the blessings that was supposed to come to her after she manifested and cultivated it and put in the hard work that she has actually prayed over, cried and shed blood, sweat, and tears over it, you know, like, I kid y'all not, you, you will see everything, I am a fucking walking testimony, and I kid y'all not, because this report, she just, she just gave me my fucking confirmation, like, my sole purpose here is to help y'all heal, and if it wasn't for y'all that believed in me and came to me, and like really built that relationship with me, it's because you know I am nobody but just pure light. And when you're around me, you get nothing but peace. And I never knock you off your hiatus. I never tell your business, you know? And I kid y'all not, y'all. I can't, like I said, I've been around people. I was hanging around people that did not benefit me. They done me wrong. They told my business in the streets, da 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 and you think I still got knocked off my hiatus? No, because I'm not feeding into the bullshit that they're posting about me. Because at the end of the day, I could have been that same petty bitch that they're being. That same petty nigga that they're being. And sat there and be like, oh, well, da 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 No, I'm not because it's just it's just telling me that you're you're not meant for my life. You just, you are an enemy from day one and I'm going to leave it like that. I don't wish bad on any of my enemies. I just thank y'all because y'all really elevated me to see the better in myself to not fuck with you because you're not, you're not a resemblance of me no more. I was like you, but I outgrown you and I outgrown myself from being that level of pettiness. That's how I see it as. And this is my acceptance and my thank yous to those that have done me wrong. That I have allowed myself for them to do me wrong. Because, like I said, look at God. Look at Goddess. Look at the universe. Look at my ancestors, my spirit guides, my my known and unknown, like my archangels, all of them. Like, look at that. Because I'm I kid y'all not, and it's so funny because she told me my karma, my karma in the six of hearts is very, very strong, very because with the nine of clubs, we struggle with things. So as my birth card, that's my birth card. I struggle with a lot of things and I went through a lot. And I kid you not, as I looked back at it and she was saying it, I was like, I don't feel like that no more. I don't, I don't, I don't. So she said struggling with things that I go through or even those that have the nine of clubs in their birth, like, you know, in their birth chart, this is what we go through. Negative thinking, better holding on and being and playing the victim card. Y'all, I kid y'all not. I used to play the biggest victim card. I was like, why is everybody... Like, I used to blame everybody but myself. And it's so funny because I think about my life coach that I had. And she said the same thing. She was like, you play the victim too much. Stop playing the victim and own up to your emotions. Stop running from your emotions and accept them for what they are. Feel your emotions and, and tell yourself why you feel like this. After you tell yourself why, 
you're fine. You'll accept it for what it is and you'll move on. That's the lesson being learned. That's the lesson being learned, y'all. I kid y'all not. And in in reality, it's a reflection of myself. Like I said, law of attraction is a reflection a reflection of myself. You have to take responsibility. Take responsibility for your own actions. Y'all, I'm going to keep doing that because I told y'all from the first time I have a tongue ring in my mouth and it's hard to talk. Okay? <laughs> it's very hard to talk. So I'll have like a lisp or I'll fuck up some words sometimes. But it's okay. It's okay. We, we cool. We cool. But this is what she said. Take responsibility and shift my interaction in my mental state. And I have, and I'm still working on that as we speak, but I have, and I enjoy it. And I told y'all this, this is the secret of being able to understand your emotions, to understand things that's happening around you, how to really know things. Be a neutral observer. When you're a neutral observer, you actually are able to see all the things that you was not paying attention. Well, technically you was feeding into, but when you're not involved in it, you can just see the shit unravel and you're not in the middle of it. You're not the middleman. You're not the monkey in the middle. You're just the outsider on the outskirts. You're like, what the fuck? And you will see how messy the shit gets. Yeah. I'm sorry, y'all. I just got in a moment, but I got into a little trance. But it's true because I have witnessed plenty of shit and I'm just like, mm, messy, messy, messy do what messy does. And that's what messy motherfuckers do. And I'm just sitting here like, it's funny because... I had somebody back in my high school to this day. She still works there. Um, she was talking hella shit about me. Like, a grown-ass adult was talking hella shit about uh, a student in school. Like, how unprofessional that was, right? Anyway, um, she went ham. She was like, oh, you're nothing but a drama queen. Drama surrounds you, da 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 You're going to have problems everywhere you go, da 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 You always involved in drama, da 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 And I'm just like... Who the fuck? I was just sitting here like, I hate this bitch. Like, I kid y'all not, I don't disrespect my oldest, but there was two, two fat asses, and they were just talking mad shit. And I'm just like, how am I involved in drama when these bitches don't like me? That's just what it is. Females just didn't like me because I was different. And they knew it because everybody was cool. I was literally, no, I kid y'all not, I was the cool person to talk to everybody. I was cool with losers because I like I can't even call them losers. I was cool with the smart kids because I was smart myself, but I also came from middle school with these kids. But then I was also cool with the cool kids, which were all no, known as the popular, like, you know, cliques and shit like that. Like, I was cool with basically every clique you could fucking name. And people had drama with me because I was cool with everybody. Oh, it's not my fault. I'm friendly. But yet again, why do y'all give a fuck? Because I'm that type of person you could approach and talk to, like. I just didn't understand all that, you know, and that shit really threw me off. But it's in in the aspect of knowing what was being prepared for me. But that year was a tough year anyway, because my freshman year, I lost my uncle to suicide. And I feel like to this day, my father feels it. We're like, nah, it's not suicide. It's something else. Because he said the window was open. <clears throat> but we're not going to get into detail. We're just going to leave it like that. Um... I had multiple deaths in my family throughout the year of the 20, 2010, like that decade. And I kid y'all not, that shit was tough. Because <clears throat> that was my freshman year. And 
when death happens around me, I don't, I go into a different state. I, I don't eat for days. I'm like shooken up because my interaction with spirit is real. And there's times I'm not ready for that shit. Like if I'm in a house by myself, I'm not ready for that shit because I feel their energy around me. I feel them with me. And it's just like, when are you going to reveal yourself to me type shit? Because I have an encountered a spirit before but this was when I was like my son's age my son's four I encountered a spirit at that age that shit's hard to take in as a kid and you're like what the fuck like that creeped me out but my mother and my grandmother laughed at me but then when I told my grandfather what happened he was like you just had an interaction with a ghost I was like dang like well we call spirits ghosts but in reality that wasn't a ghost that was my my great-grandmother's spirit and well yeah and it's crazy because it's just like, whoa, like, who would have thought the odds of all that? But just, I know, off topic, just knowing that and hearing that I'm just the healer and doing all that. This is what you have to understand. When you're dealing with somebody, people, a relationship, talking to somebody, whoever it is, just remember you have to ask yourself this question. If something's not going right for yourself, and I and it's not even dealing with the cardology or the birth the birth card or anything like that. It's more of a reflection of this is me self reflecting to you and telling you my self reflection. But also this is this is for you to learn how to accept things and to heal from your emotions and allow your emotions to let you heal from these lessons. You know what I mean? And let you face them without having an issue or a trigger because triggers are also another thing that causes your emotions to interact and to to hyperventilate and to react. And like I said, as I'm sitting here saying hyperventilate and react, my illness, I had depression. I am still diagnosed with depression to this day. I am still diagnosed with hyperventilation and anxiety. Am I taking medications for it? I have tried it back in 2013. We are now in 2020. Seven years later, I am drug-free, you know? So it's like, I actually broke from it. I was probably on it for like a a month or two and I was like, fuck this, I can't do it because my body was rejecting it. And I mean, the way I was feeling, I felt so moody. I was like down in the dumps. I'm like, ugh, ugh. But that's what happens when you take anxiety pills because it fucks with your depression. But then when I took the depression pills, I was on caffeine. Like they had me on caffeine to keep me up and keep me happy. And I'm like, yo, fuck this. Like, and then when my body was having withdrawals, I felt sick. Like, like I was sick to my stomach. Like, I don't want to be, like, I just want to stay in bed type shit. And I'm just like, ugh, I don't want to take this shit no more. You know, type thing. It, it, it's just like, uh-uh, fuck that. And to this day, I get into my depression states. But what I do is I sit with them now. Before, I used to be, like, sulking and, like, being mad at the world. And I'm, like, sitting here calling my ex and saying, why, 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 why? You know? And I still do it to this day, but I, I do it now to a point where it's, like, I'm accepting the shit that I caused for myself. I'm venting to those that I talk to on a day-to-day basis. And I tell them that I'm more pissed at myself than I am at the situation because I allowed myself to get to here. You see how much growth that fuck it was compared to you playing a victim and be like, what? He did it. He Like, I still do that in a sense where I tell facts, though. So I blame 
the situations that I'm going through. So I'm going to be honest with y'all. I'm accepting it for what it is. And y'all, y'all can fucking talk about me all out. Y'all are what? Because half of y'all did that too. I live with my son's father. We're co-parenting under the same roof. And yes, I am talking to somebody, but that's none of your business. You know what I mean? And we are both very cordial about us not being together. We're very cordial about us talking to other people in the midst of everything. We're still respecting each other's space, you know? Um, and I kid y'all not, he, I give him a C for effort for being the father to my son and having that bond with his son. But he ain't getting no A plus because, nigga, you still ain't buying your son no fucking clothes. You're not realizing what's really important, how to strategically, see, this is what I'm saying, this tongue ring's fucking me up. Strategically plan out your budget. Y'all, he sucks with paying bills. Like, I could sit here and belittle my my baby daddy, but I'm not going to do it. He is the father of my child, and... As long as him and his son has a relationship, that's all that fucking matters. Because I didn't have that with my parents. Not at all. Me and my mother had a strained, a really, a really strained relationship because she was not able to take care of me. As my grandmother calls it to this day, she's still an unfit mother. And it's true. She is. But I told her no more of this awkward shit. So I'll tell y'all that in a later episode of like family, family toxicity, you know, toxicity with family and friends. That's just what it is. And more of just accepting because that was my my moon, like my moon sign was really feeling all that. And it came back to surface a little bit. Um, I'm still healing from the traumas that I went through with being raped by a relative that I didn't even know. Like when you're young, you don't know whose family is because you don't even see these people. But clearly he was family and I was molested by my own member of the family. When I, when I found that out, I was 10 years old in elementary, fourth grade. People were being nasty. I thought I was like, oh yeah, but then a friend of mine that was my best friend, she was like, no, you was raped. And there you go. That's the end of the story because I'm not getting into detail with that. I told the story. I tell my story to select a few. I tell my story when I feel like it, but... I don't like letting people know who the fuck I really am because everybody don't need to know who I am because I don't need everybody to know my business. That's just what it is. But I am open enough to tell you this because this is my sacred healing podcast. These are This is for those that are actually supporting me on my Patreon, that supported me on my Instagram. That's just that. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, y'all. I'm cracking my back. But in the midst of everything... Um, it is what it is. Like, I came to acceptance of that and honoring. I'm. I want to be, and I keep telling my this myself this. Sorry, my this myself this all the time. Um, all I want is just peace. I keep asking and I keep praying to my ancestors, the universe, God, goddess, all that. You know, my ancestors, spirit guides, benevolent of the high and low, not even low. Take that back. I take it back. Shut up. I take it back. Okay? Just those that are in connect like in connection with me. I I call on to them and tell them thank you and I'm starting to express gratitude every day like being able to wake up to see a next morning, to breathe, you know, to get up and walk and to touch things, to see, to hear, to taste, you know. You don't give people don't really 
people are not grateful for shit like that. The littlest things, you always have to appreciate it and give your gratitude and your blessings because without all that, you would not be able to do everything that you said you could do, you know? And it's the truth. And I give that to them and I give them the honor, the praise, the glory. I, I, I set up their altar. I give them food by showing them thanks and everything every day because if it wasn't for them guiding me in the process of where I'm at today, then where the fuck would I be at, you know? And just that in particular, just knowing all that and accepting for what it is and how it is, you just have to be okay with going through this emotion that you have to face and stop running from from it because this is your wounded healer, your Chiron. Those that know their natal charts, then you know, but those that don't, hit me up and I help you with your natal chart um, and go from there. Um, send me an email at the Ori Queen, T H E O R I O R I Q U E N at gmail.com. The Ori Queen, just like how you found me on Instagram, the Ori Queen. It's the same thing. If not, hit that link in my bio, which is uh, what you call it. You can message me because I think the messenger, like you could actually message me up there. If not, just hit the link tree and link tree will send you over to certain things and go from there. Um, yeah, it is what it is, and I'm okay with that. But I know I'm going mad long with this, and I'm kind of, like, pooped out because I'm tapping into my energy, and I shouldn't be tapping in, but I'm just being honest with y'all. But that's just a little quick rundown of what to do, but that's what I want you to do. I just want you guys to really understand and be able to sit with your emotions and be able to heal from them because that's the first part of, um, first step of healing is acceptance. You have to accept yourself for what you are and for what it is and where your journey has led you, you know, from your history, your past childhood traumas to now to where you're at and heal from that. If you guys have mommy and daddy issues, it's time to sit down with your parents and let them know what the fuck is up. If not, just send them a hearty length email. I apologize for the noise in the background. Um, I just, I would really tell y'all to... I sent my father a message on Thanksgiving Day telling him how I fucking felt. You think he said anything back? He has nothing to say. Um, I told my mom that, and she's willing to sit down and have dinner with me or whatever the case may be if I just tell her we, we need to go out and actually talk over drinks and food and all this other stuff. Because I can't talk to my mother in the house no, it's not even I can't. I don't want to out of respect for the conversation. And I really want me and her to have a heart to heart conversation without interruptions and people asking questions and this and that and third and, you know, shit like that. Because my family, listen, my, I came, don't get me wrong, even though my mother and I had an, a strained, like a strained relationship, um, I still have like my, my mother and my stepfather, who is my father, is the cool parents. Like they were they they were that welcoming family. Like all my friends came over, chilled with us, stay the nights. Summers will be lit. Like my house was bumping. Like I miss my teenage years because we were always in and out the house. We were always out going in and out, in and out, shave ooze, which is the roller skating rink in Boston, Massachusetts, to fucking um 
to go into the zoo downtown, whatever you name. That's we were just doing everything. Like we were just cooling. Like we were just having a good lit summer. We went to Six Flags, all that good stuff. Like we were all having fun, like being teenagers. But then we got into high school and life happened, you know. Uh, <laughs> and I am so thankful for my 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 teenage years because I was able to live and be free. But I was a little bit too free and wild. You, yeah, like Wiz Khalifa said, living young and wild and free. Yeah, yeah, I was living young and wild and free at that time. Um, but in the midst of everything, it has taught me a valuable lesson on life, and never, never, never settle your, uh, never sell yourself short, and never settle for less. That's what I'm getting at. Um, just be thankful that you was able to experience the life that you was able to experience, because not everybody can experience this type of life, and. That's just me being honest. Um, but I truly appreciate every single one of y'all. If you have any questions, comments, or concern, <laughs> just shoot me an email, like I said, or hit me up on um, my Instagram, and I could, I'll definitely try to get back to you as soon as possible. But I truly appreciate every single one of y'all, and this is the conclusion of my 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 episode. Like, I I would hate to see y'all. I would hate to leave, but I do have to get the hell off because I have a child I have to obtain who has a bedtime and I have a bedtime and I'm trying to finish up my homework for my class, you know, so shit happens and it is what it is. But I truly appreciate every single one of you dope, beautiful individuals that are listening to me right now. I kid y'all not. I appreciate those that are here in my circle and stay tuned to the next episode because you never know. I might have a special guest or not. You never know, but Throughout my whole, like I said in the first mini-sode, the first episode, I will definitely be having guest speakers. And these guest speakers are dope individuals that I personally have a relationship with and would love for you guys to tune in and listen to their side and their point of view on how they got to where they are as a spiritual preneur, you know? And it is what it is. And I, I really appreciate y'all supporting me and supporting my company. Those that know my company as Queen Yan is now known as the, as Ori Queen's Potions Protection. Ooh, I said the name wrong, y'all. That's how y'all know I'm tired. So it's called Ori Queen's Protection Potions, a uh, holistic beauty and healthcare company, but I'm just going to call it Ori Queen's Protection Potions. That's just what it is. Company. Boom. Um, and I changed the name for a reason because this is, this is the name that spirit wants me to have. I am the Ori Queen. Everything that I do have been the reason why my company is where it's at today. I made my company for hair products, but however, I realize my products are now multi-use due to a few people that have tested my products back in 2017 when I finally launched in 2018. So this year would be two years in March that my company's been running. And yes, I will have, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it, but if I do have an event, it's going to be a very private event with a secluded few. It's kind of like a celebration slash pop-up shop probably have like three to four vendors depending on how I feel yes I'll probably have some of my products there for y'all to have but it will be more as a a, a thank you note a thank you card you know just a, a little gift bag put it like that um but that's just for what it is so just know March 2020 I am having a little pop-up so a small little pop-up private function type thing 
it's just, I'm not doing nothing extravagant, nothing crazy. I'm just, it's more, more of what it is. So that's just that. Um, but I am logging off. I love you all. Thank you so much for allowing me to teach you how to, not even teaching you how to, thank you for allowing me to be the voice for you to heal yourself and be able to really find yourself again. This is the time, this is your time. Fuck everybody else. This is your time to really focus on you and you yourself only. Nobody else. So I love you all. Have a lovely, lovely night. Namaste.